Bill O'Reilly here. Thursday, September 30th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Moderate Democrats derail President Biden's economic agenda. The NBA unveils COVID penalties for unvaxxed players. Vatican City mandates jabs for all who go there. A new study shows how badly Americans are addicted to smartphones. Also ahead, is President Biden actually lying to us? But first, the White House struggling to unite Democrats as Mr. Biden's economic plan stalls. Some Democrats in Congress cannot agree on anything. Infrastructure, tax rates, climate change, child care, on and on and on and on. Since taking office in January, the president has called for $8 trillion in new spending, which is insane. The bloated budget causing the nation's inflation rate to hit the highest level in two decades. The National Basketball Association announcing new rules for players who refuse to get vaxxed. Athletes will be forced to miss games because some local jurisdictions are mandating vaccination. And if they do miss a game, they're not going to get paid, so says the league. All unvaxxed athletes would also be subjected in the NBA to COVID testing and forced to eat their meals in isolation. The Vatican now requiring all employees, including the highest members of the Catholic Church, to be vaccinated or subjected to severe penalties. Those without the proper documents will be deemed unjustly absent and forfeit their salaries. About 900 people live in Vatican City, which is a country. The Catholic Church has more than 5,000 full-time employees there. New rules are expected for millions of tourists who plan to visit the Vatican this Christmas. Study published by Fox News says a typical American checks his or her, sorry about the pronouns, smartphones 96 times a day. That's once every 10 minutes. The stat even higher for teens and young adults. The poll also says 80% sleep with the phones less than two feet from their face. Doctors say the habit is terrible for your sleep cycle. Typical adult now awakened twice each night by notifications from the phone, such as, you are a dunderhead. In a moment, the accusation that President Biden is lying to us. Right back. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty. You are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry. Be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty 
which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. This morning I was on the Bernie and Sid program on our flagship station WABC in New York. And I was asked whether President Biden is lying to the American people. As a journalist, I use precise language. I rarely call someone a liar unless I can prove that the person knows the truth and is falsifying it for personal gain. So, is President Biden a liar? Well, the evidence says he is, but what about his state of mind? I'll get to that in a moment. Here are the facts. In an interview with Good Morning America on troop withdrawal from Afghanistan, it went like this. George Stephanopoulos to the president. Your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted to keep 2,500 troops. Biden. No, they didn't. It was split. That wasn't true. Stephanopoulos. Your military advisors did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. Biden. No one said that to me that I can recall. Well, this week, the three top generals in the Afghan theater contradicted Mr. Biden. Said General Frank McKenzie, head of U.S. Central Command, quote, I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. General Mark Milley, quote, my assessment was we should keep a steady state of 2,500 troops. So what say you, Joe Biden? So far, silence from the president. And what about the state of the Afghan army? On July 8, 2021, a reporter asked Mr. Biden, is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? Biden, quote, no, it's not. The Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. Of course, the Taliban took over the country in about 20 minutes. Then there is the southern border crisis. But it's not a crisis, according to Joe Biden. Are you kidding me? This fiscal year, which ends tomorrow, more than 2 million foreign nationals will enter this country illegally. So, what is Biden saying to us? Nothing. How about raising taxes? President Biden, quote, I keep hearing in the press Biden's going to raise your taxes. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. That's misleading. Everybody knows that when corporations pay more tax, they pass that cost to consumers. So everybody's going to pay more for everything. That is a roundabout tax. Finally, COVID. President Biden, quote, if you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in the ICU unit, and you're not going to die. Well, no. Crossover cases now number in the tens of thousands, and some people have died. So again, is President Biden consciously lying? I can't read his mind. I know one thing, he's misleading, and he's incompetent. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com and check out my book, Killing the Mob. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Eighty-three years ago today, the leaders of Great Britain, France, Italy, and Germany signed an agreement that allowed Adolf Hitler's army to occupy sections of Czechoslovakia. Back then, many hoped the document would avert another world war. In reality, it emboldened the Nazi leadership to commit even greater atrocities. Here's the story behind the Munich Pact. In the spring of 1938, Hitler began demanding the return of a German-speaking Czech region to the Third Reich. The dictator had already seized Austria with little opposition from other Europeans. The Czechoslovak government hoped England and France would intervene on its behalf, but British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain had other plans. On September 22nd, Hitler called for an immediate secession of the Sudetenland to Germany. For the next week, frantic negotiations took place in Munich, Germany, to decide the fate of Europe. On September 30th, 1938, Chamberlain and his crew formally appeased Hitler. The UK would not oppose the dictator's expansion. The Prime Minister then returned to England, telling a crowd at Buckingham Palace that he had achieved, quote, peace for our time. That statement would soon go down as one of history's gravest misjudgments. Six months later, Adolf Hitler violated the Munich Pact and absorbed all of Czechoslovakia. The invasion forced Great Britain to issue a statement on Poland warning Germany not to invade that country. Hitler, of course, ignored the threat. Two days later, England and France declared war on the Nazis, and World War II had begun. Violence would ultimately consume 28 countries, stretch from Great Britain to Russia, North Africa to Norway. In the end, Hitler's Germany would lose it all. Historians believe anywhere from 15 to 25 million people perished in Europe alone. It all began with appeasement on this day in 1938. Said Hitler at the time, quote, Our enemies are not men of action, not masters. They are little worms. I witnessed that at Munich. Back after this. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. 
I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.